Welcome into this week's edition of the Research Corner. I'm Tony Mulvey, joined by Joe Antishak. Joe, how's it going? Hey, Tony, how you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing well. well. So, going to talk Laredo. I know you've done some research and, and looked at between Noy Mahoney's story on FreightWaves.com, the things that you put together, we'll pull up a chart real quick. I mean, just kind of walk us through what we're looking at within this, this chart. I mean, clearly it looks like Mexico's a dominant player uh, when it comes to U.S. trade. Yeah, so as you noted, um, this this uh, information and the idea really for this segment comes from uh, Noy Mahoney's uh, Borderlands uh, segment, uh, which he publishes every Sunday. It's one of my first reads on Freight Waves every Monday uh, because he, he really dives into um, uh, what's happening uh, at the border of Mexico and the U.S. Uh, on the trade front. And uh, what is happening this year, it looks like, is that Mexico is very possibly, for just the second time in recorded history, uh, going to be the um, top trade partner with the U.S. Uh, and this is total balance of imports and exports. Um, this, is, this is value, right? Uh, the first time it happened was in 2019. You can see Mexico just barely eked out Canada there, 612.8 billion compared to 611.4. So that's, that's pretty tight, right? Uh, you move over to 2023, and you can see that uh, Mexico actually has a, a, a bigger lead right now at about 12 billion. Uh, and then just the other thing to note about this is, right, for a period in the 2010s, China was the top trade partner with the U.S. Um, but you can see, right, compared to 2019 uh, and 2023, uh, at this point, China is, is quite a ways off. I mean, uh, this year so far, we're talking about you know, them right now being about, what is it, you know, $140 billion off of the top spot. So basically what this points to, uh, when you take it with the uh, direct foreign investment in Mexico's uh, manufacturing sector, it is an increasingly strong case for, you know, these conversations of, of nearshoring, right? Uh, as, as opposed to global trade with a partner, you know, say like China. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's one of those this deglobalization, this nearshoring trend. It, it's something that is in the early innings, but you can see that there is a there's been strong growth, and and what that means, really, I mean, even domestically, is markets like Laredo and El Paso are set to to really show strength, and we'll pull up. The next chart here, looking at this port of Laredo or Port Laredo, they're month by month. This is import and export. That's a positive both sides, right? For domestic transportation, it, it's crossing. I mean, it's cross border both ways. You can see that growth, that steady growth. Really, I mean, even in the past years, past couple years, you've seen even faster growth than what you were on this trend line before. And I think that's the part that's important to remember is that this growth has been. It was steady and it's accelerated. And I think COVID helped drive a lot of that growth, but we haven't even reached the levels that we're going to reach in the future. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and right, I mean, COVID fueled a lot of this growth, but it's important to note that uh, Mexico was not, you know, a top was not the top trade partner with the US at any point during COVID. So it's like the, the, the sort of growth that you've seen over, uh, uh, COVID there uh, in in Laredo, I think is probably a little stickier, or at least it's it's proving to be a little stickier. 
Um, because, you know, you have all of this investment into Mexican manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right, there's going to be uh, winners and losers in, you know, sort of these international uh, trade gateways. And, and right now, uh, I think in, for the last six months, Laredo has had um, the largest market share uh, of all of the U.S. international gateways, which I think is like uh, something like 450 different uh, gateways, uh, according to noise story. So, I mean, it really just goes to show you that, uh, you know, Laredo is in a position to really benefit from this, uh, this, this potential rise of, of nearshoring and, uh, manufacturing growth in, in Mexico. Yeah. And we've seen it and we've seen it in our outbound tender volume index, right? Look at the difference in outbound volumes in LA versus Ontario and El Paso. We'll pull it up. Uh, I mean, what you see is just tremendous growth. I mean, you're talking over the last five years, you've seen growth in Laredo. Out, that outbound tender volume index is up over 100%. And this is just a market that continues to be primed for growth. And I think that's an area that I think you've seen a lot of investment in. I mean, I know just in the past few years, just talking through stories covered on FreightWaves.com has been highlights of cross-border activity, cross-border investment, things like that. And I mean, yeah, Outbound volume out of LA has grown too fairly significantly, but it hasn't been able to keep up with these other cross-border markets, or sorry, not LA as a cross-border market, but El Paso, Laredo is cross-border, but that international trade really fueled from Eastern Asia. It just hasn't kept up with the inve- the, the growth in, in Mexico. And I think I think one of the interesting things is we'll move to the next chart because I think it's important to highlight here is of really where the imports come from and those segments that have that really drive the growth in Laredo specifically, it's all around motor vehicles, right? I mean, you're talking motor vehicle parts, commercial vehicles, passenger vehicles, things like that are really driving a lot of that growth. And I think what's interesting from that perspective is that how does, well, one, how does this UAW strike affect some of this investment and this growth? I mean, does it push more down into into Mexico to avoid dealing with labor unions? Yeah, I, th- I think that that's going to be really interesting to see play out. I mean, that would be sort of my tentative theory is that this is going to be, you know, this is going to continue to be a, a positive for for Laredo. And, and, and just to your point about, um, you know, Los Angeles, right? It's not like Los Angeles is going to so stop being like a major, uh, uh, you know, gateway for for U.S. international trade. Uh, it's just that, right? Yeah, this this Mexico-U.S. border it just seems really primed for growth uh, in the next five, ten years, and, and and I think we'll see, you know, Laredo probably continue to 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 take more market share in that time period. Awesome stuff. Well, Joe, thank you so much for joining me on this week's edition of the Research Corner. We'll check in with you again next week. Right now, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more Freight Waves now. 